We don't yeah. always have snacks on record. We tell people what to do, but we don't follow our own motto, but this week we did. Uh, no Nick, obviously still. Uh, no other co-hosts, just the two of us. And we're actually recording pretty late this week. Normally we try to get it out a little bit earlier, but we had to take our time because we just had what I consider the most wonderful time of the year. Not Christmas, Comic-Con weekend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For me, I don't have to travel anywhere. Yeah. I don't have to like prepare any food. I have to buy presents. To sit around with my smartphone next to me, just check for an update every now and then, and there's only a cool trailer or That's news true. article or something. <coughs> um, hmm. Pardon me, I had a little drink. Um, we'll get straight into it. We're not going to really review anything today um, because we have left this episode very late already. So we're just going to go through all the news, including some pre Comic Con news and also um, some trailers as well. Um, I'll try and do it so it's like all in the same kind of genre. So maybe we'll start with our RIPs because we lost like four people this week. Yeah. It's pretty sad. Um, so at the start of the week, we actually lost uh, uh, George Romero, who was the kind of the inventor of the zombie genre. He uh, famously created Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of oh, the Dead, wow, yeah. and Day of the Dead. Mm, uh, they're coming he, to get you, Barbara. So good. Um, without that, without him, we don't have zombie films as we know it. And yeah. Zombies are basically the most icon- one of the most iconic things in pop, pop culture these days. It's definitely the most mainstream horror. Mm. Um, and then on the one sa- of Tina's favorites, not me, Tina Belcher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then on the same day, or within the same uh, period of time, we also lost uh, Martin Landau, who uh, was an Oscar-winning actor, and he's probably most famous for. Uh, Ed Wood, the Tim Burton movie. Oh, okay. And he yeah. played Bella Lugosi in that. And he's been mm. he's been in hundreds of things. Like he, the guy was in 176 movies. Do you know what I mean? Like oh wow. Yeah, and you would know. How the, old was he? Uh, 89 when he died. You mm. you might know the face. That's him there. Oh, he seems familiar. You yeah. would have seen him and stuff. Like yeah. he's in everything. He's in North by Northwest, um, the Mission Impossible TV show, like tons of things. So. Um, two things you just mentioned, I have not seen. Um, and then I thought there was there was one more definitely I thought there was someone else but maybe I was wrong maybe there's just three uh, lastly I already put a post about it online already um, mm. Chester Bennington lead singer of Linkin Park yep. passed away uh, sadly uh, committed suicide in his own home uh, apparently he'd been leaving, struggling with, mm, sorry leaving behind his wife and six children six children yeah mm. and apparently he'd been battling with drugs and alcohol for quite a while so mm. um that's really sad because obviously the two of us <coughs> had a very similar relationship with um, Lincoln Park where Lincoln Park was really the band that 
opened us up to the whole rock genre. Definitely, and, yeah. Um, you know, really influenced our musical tastes for like the next 10, 15 years mm. to, to this very day. Definitely the gateway yeah. to heavy music for me. Um, such a fantastic voice. Yeah, still one of the most unique voices of all time. Like, and like an actual band, unlike most music these days, which is mm. just all electronic and sampled and auto tune. Um, but yeah, no, then like the soundtrack to my teenage years and the soundtrack to my teenage angst really as well. Like, I remember when I, you know, I was planning my funeral. I'd be like, oh my god, I'm going to have to play Crawling at my funeral. (laughs) And then everybody who was like, sad that I was gone would be like, really sad that I'm gone. (laughs) Sort of thing. Uh, That's that's creepy. (laughs) You are Tina from Bosburgers. I am, aren't I? Um, But yeah, so that was pretty shocking news to work Because he was like 41 as well, like very young. Mm. Um, there's new, like they literally have a new album coming up pretty soon as well. Like I knew they were working on music and stuff, so mm. it'll be interesting to see the steps that the band take going forward. Whether they continue to make music, they might do like an Avenged Sevenfold thing where they took some time off and then they got in someone to come help mutilate in the drum tracks and release their album and then continued being a band, mm. um, as did Metallica. But this <coughs> is a little bit different because most bands who go through this, it seems, tend to lose instrumentalist not vocalist and yeah like his voice is so not key. lead vocals yeah he's so key to that sound uh like to that sound of that band like it'll be hard to imagine that band without that voice yeah uh, i remember when edema did it edema's a band that i found through Lincoln park as well actually and when they changed vocals i was like i just don't care anymore like but they've done the very clever thing there's all this time having two vocalists and the mic should notice that's great as well so yeah do you um, remember where you were the first time you heard Lincoln Park? Uh, yes. Mm. I was at uh, a friend's house and Video Hits was on, because Video Hits was still a thing. Mm-hmm. And the One Step Closer video came on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <coughs> what is this? This is yep. awful. I didn't like really? it. Really? I didn't like it. And then, but it was also because there were a couple of kids in our class, because this is year seven, who were into it and they were kind of, I don't want to say like nerds or losers, because look at me. Um, but they were definitely kind of le- less than savoury characters in school. Like, uh, if they're into it, it must not be good. And then I saw the In The End video clip, and that's what changed me. Which is totally lamer. Well, it's not totally just, lamer than um. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't just the video, it was the song as well. But I don't know, it, just, it was a really good balance of... It was a bit, like, that is a song that really defines what that band was. Like, yeah. if you want a song that represents what a band is, mm-hmm. that is, that's the song to choose from. And then, I think Meteora was the first album I bought with my own money. Um, and then, and then the next album, Mr. Midnight, was kind of pretty big for both of us since we first started dating is when yeah. that album came out. Um, we always told people we're going to go listen to that album, which they'll make out instead. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, subsequently, like, the, the, Albums beyond that haven't been as good, and they've definitely gone in a different direction. But but you can't do the same thing over and over again. Absolutely, and I definitely don't hate any of the albums afterwards. Like they've all had at least one or two songs that I've liked. So, mm. um, and it was never like, oh, these vocals suck. It was always like, eh, I don't know like this musical direction. But he was always solid. Um, mm. So yeah. So you we're gonna ask me. Sorry. Aren't you gonna ask me? Ask you. Where what? I was. Oh, where were you? Where were you? I thought that's the thing we were doing. 
Well, you didn't tell me this before we started recording. Where were you when you posted? Common decency. My bad. Um, yeah, I was. Um, in my in my living room, Saturday morning, just about to go um, to Greek school, and um, I was sitting. I was watching video hits with my brother and sister, and yeah, one step closer came on, and I was just like. It was like the scene where Homer's mum has just put Homer to bed and then she's watching the TV. And she knows she wants to be a hippie. And yeah, it just like hits her. Yeah. Sort of thing. And, and you have that little montage. It was like that. Mm. I was just like, oh my God, what is this? What is this amazing like <clears throat> type of music that I've never heard before? Um, because I'd always listen to, you know, Spice Girls and stuff like that. Mm. And yeah, it was something that I'd never heard before and then I couldn't stop thinking about it and um, I'd keep watching video hits so I could so I could catch it again sort of thing like that and then um obviously you know we're not living in the age of the internet then and so you no, could we just were. like well like no, I was not good internet. I was in grade six so it's not like I had access to the internet it was the age of dial up mm. and so um yeah it was really just a case of like watching it Watching it whenever I could, and then I remember my friend Madhu was actually the first one to get me a Lincoln Park album because she went to India when I like we were friends in Year Seven. She went to India, and um, she came back with like a um, for my birthday. She came back with a, a ripped copy, okay. sort of thing. <laughs> so I had like really bad al- okay. album art. Okay. Um, but like I had all the tracks and everything, and it was great. It was fantastic, and then um. Yeah, I remember another time I was, uh, we had a class of touch typing where you had to learn how to touch type on the computer. Okay. And um, um, this, I don't know why she was in there, but this girl that I actually used to go to Greek school with, but she was much, much older than me. Um, and she was like into to heavy metal and stuff like that. And she goes, and I'm like, oh, I'm trying to come up with an email address. And she goes, um, what's your favourite band? I go, Linkin Park. And she goes, really? Linkin Park's your favourite band? And then, like, she started talking to me about it. And so I made my email address, I love Linkin Park, but L was, love was L-U-V. L-U-V, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just like, absolutely was the gateway. Linkin Park was the gateway to all my, my punk music, my hardcore music, my emo music, everything. Hmm. Yeah, it was also that time when downloading wasn't what it is now. Mm. But you had like Kaza or LimeWire mm-hmm. or even LimeWire. even Napster, um, and we would just scour the internet searching for any more songs than what that first album because mm-hmm. it, I think there was like it was definitely a few years between albums, and then the gap between two and uh, the second album, the third album was like three or four years, like no six years or something. Yeah, it was a while. Because was... I remember, um, <clears throat> um, I got hybrid theory in year seven, and then I got Meteora in like I think that's two, year nine or ten. It was, or two, something. it was either two thousand two or two thousand three. I think it was two thousand three, and then Minister Minor was two thousand seven. Like we were out of high school mm. at that point. Um, but yeah, so it was just a matter of like, and then we found all the demos, and then like the old yeah, you ain't got the guts. That was a lot later, though. Mm. Um, Yeah. 
so based on the fact that we spent almost 10 minutes talking about it, clearly uh, the passing of Chester Bennington, it was a big deal for us. Mm. Um, but yeah. Luckily we still have those albums. And I'm going to give them another listen now. I was thinking about it, because I played those first two albums. Okay, Tana's eating a block of chocolate with a spoon. It's melted in the heater. Okay. It's just so weird. Um, yeah, I'm going to give them a listen, because I listened to them so much as a kid. Like, it's very hard for me to go back to those albums now, because I'm just mm. like, oh, I've listened to them a million times. Mm-hmm. Like, so with me and my chemical romance. Um... But I was thinking about it the other day, like I really, especially those first three albums. That, that third album is very underrated. I really like it. So mm. I go back and listen to all those once I get a market again. But uh, let's move into some happier news, or at yeah. least not morning news. Uh, so before we head into Comic Con, last week uh, we recorded around the same time as the D23 Expo, which is the big Disney Expo they hold every year. Yeah. But we didn't have any news then, so now I have <laughs> some news. Um, they showed the Avengers Infinity War trailer. Awesome. And I have seen bits of it. They uh, little snippets have snuck out. Has it not? Has the whole thing not been posted up? It yet? hasn't been dropped. Marvel haven't officially released it. You have to really look hard to find it. I only actually mm-hmm. saw snippets today for the first time, um, and it's because it's done by on someone's like own personal camera. It's mm-hmm. shot like a weird angle, so half the screen's missing. Like, yeah, it's not the optimal way to watch it. But I will say this. The, uh, the written description of the trailer does not do it justice. Even in the terrible footage I saw, mm. it's amazing. Okay. So, um, we won't go through the description. You can look it up online. Don't watch the terrible version I watched. Wait for it. It might be a little bit longer, but I imagine it's just going to be spectacular. Like, I imagine that, like, it's, and the, it's so bad, the version I watched, it won't even tarnish the official trailer for me. Because, yeah. um, but I will say, seeing heroes on screen together that we haven't seen before, like, Seeing Rocket Raccoon and Thor in the same frame, yeah, or seeing Gamora and Iron Man seeing each yeah. other, very cool. Um, <laughs> also, very cool to see Thanos because they've made him look—he looks a lot different to the version of Thanos we've seen before. Okay. Because um, in every clip we've seen, I think normally he's normally wearing armor. Bless you. Thank you. But in this, he's not. He—it's almost like he's wearing like a like a singlet or something. Oh, really? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, okay. it's just kind of him and his casual duds, I guess. Yeah. Um, and no helmet, so he's kind of bald, and he looks a lot more like Josh Brolin. Like, they've really kind of given him a lot mm. of his features. Okay. Um, and he doesn't sound as... Throaty? Yeah, he sounds a lot more kind of measured, the way he talks. And, oh, okay. Which I think is, brings an interesting, almost, humanity to him, because... Well, not necessarily humanity, but realness to him, because you're like... Oh, cool! Like it's not just a big CGI monster. Like, there's yeah. motive behind this character and stuff. Yeah. So, official trailer should drop soon. Hopefully, I imagine they're going to wait a little while because Marvel dropped another big trailer today. They probably want to let everyone's attention yeah. go to that, and then I imagine in a couple of weeks, hopefully, weeks and not months, um, they'll drop Infinity War. But the mm. other cool news from this is that um, they confirmed something that we didn't know to be true until last week, and that's that Loki is in Infinity War. Yay! Very cool, and all the images we've seen of him, him holding the Cosmic Cube again, so he's cool. got it back. So I imagine what happens is after Thor Ragnarok, because st- we know that the Cosmic Cube went back to Asgard, I imagine he steals it and he goes to like finish his deal with Thanos, which he had to begin with. Yeah. But he, it's a different version of Loki. Like, he seems to be possessed by the cube. Like his eyes are all glowing blue, Ooh, and he's cool. going all evil and stuff. So that's cool. There's a lot more Marvel news to come, but I just want to go through this Disney stuff quickly. Um... Guy Ritchie is doing a live-action version of Aladdin. Yeah. 
which is very cool. Mm, I'm looking forward to that. They haven't. They cast a few people. The biggest one uh, being that Will Smith is going to play yeah, the genie. That's right. Which I see that. Yeah, it's kind of. It's not what I would go. It's not like my immediate go-to because I'm just like, how do you replace Robin Williams? And then I'd just be like, get a great voice actor, like get like a Clancy Brown or something, or. Uh... But the but it's not to the whole idea isn't to replace Robin Williams. No, no, no. But I imagine the genie. I don't know. Are they going to do the... like he's going to do his own thing? He'll put it's it's just like how there's a different Batman every single time. No, no, I, there's a different Joker. No, no, I understand that. I'm I'm aware of that. But my thing is like with uh, the only thing I didn't think of is like maybe the genie will literally just like Will Smith. But I imagined it would still be a CGI creation, like everyone else would be real, but because the genie is some sort of fantastic, mythical thing, I don't know. they might. And if they're going to, I go, thought it would be like just real. Smith. I thought like it would Kazam. Be no, but like I didn't think he would be a CGI thing. I kind sort of, of I kind of thought he would, but I guess that makes well, in sense. The, in the in the musical, is not in the music. I mean, well, they they can't. Well, yeah. well, they made a freaking carpet fly. Nobody can figure out how they've done it. Oh, really? I haven't yeah, seen you that. can't. You, there's no. There's no wires. There's no arms. There's nothing. There, so it's, unless it's, it's like, an illusion. There's some sort of. There's some sort of illusion, but unless it's literally like drones, like really heavy duty drones that like fly the thing around, which it wouldn't because like it would move the air around and it doesn't move the air around. Mm. So it's like, how do they do it? Magic. There's no yeah. such thing as magic. So yeah. Anyway, so I'm not anti Will Smith. I just thought it was an interesting choice. I thought they would. I thought they were gonna go CGI. I saw it and I just went, hmm, makes sense. Yeah, but then I guess like he does have a he does have a pretty fun voice. Like yeah, because that to me is a big part of the genie is his voice. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Well, you Papa had the forty things. Jesus had a thousand tales. Following on from that Disney news. Uh, we know that John Favreau is directing a live-action-ish Lion King. Um, we know that uh, uh, Donald Glover is the voice of Simba. We know yep. that Seth Rogen is the voice of Pumbaa. <laughs> uh, and the voice of Timon is Billy Eichner. Who's that? She drove me here. <laughs> so we know all that. Uh, my friend Karen. She drove me here. Uh, James L. Jones is reprising his role as Mufasa. Mufasa. Nice. They cast Scar this week, Hugh Jackman. Oh, okay, cool. Mm. I think a lot of it has to do with his singing ability. Mm. Uh, but I also, the death of the king. But I also think, like, yeah, I think he doesn't get a chance to play menacing enough. He's always mm. quite often the good guy. Although Prisoners, he, even though he's a, a good guy, he's very menacing. And as X twenty four in Logan, he's very menacing yeah. as well. Like. So, I think that's cool. He's trading one set of claws for another. Yes, I get it. Mm-hmm. Well done. Yeah, my bad. Like, eating chocolate with a spoon, girl. It's melted. I'm not getting my fingers dirty. Fair enough. Okay. She drove me here. She drove me here. Um, this is my friend Madison. She's amazing. She drove me here. Before we get into Comic-Con, I know I've been talking up a lot. There's a few more little bits and pieces I want to get through. Um, so, Gerard Way... Uh, wrote mm. a comic book series called The Umbrella Academy. Yep. It's a Netflix Which series. Oh, really? Is it now? Coming as a Netflix series. <gasps> cool. I'm so looking forward to that. Very cool. I've only ever read the first book, but I dug it quite a bit. Mm. So uh, I don't know when it's happening. It's only just been announced. It got announced last week. I got all this news over the last week, and I didn't. I tried not to tell you as much as possible because there's yeah. cool stuff in there. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. That's um, really cool. Uh, and I think, if I remember, it's mainly kids. The mm. kids with powers and it stuff. It is, yeah. Um, I think there are only two or three books in total, so it'd be interesting to see 
I think we've only got one. Yeah, the um, Apocalypse Suite. Mm. So whether they go that or was an original script, I don't know. But either way, that's cool. I hope he serves as at least a producer. Um, but yeah. hopefully he's involved because he's got a very kind of cool individualistic vision. So I would like to see more of that. Okay, what else have we got? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, this was going to be this is part of Trailer Trash, but we're not really going to do Trailer Trash this week. It's all just kind of one thing. Um, we've got a new Doctor. Yeah, we got a new Doctor! They've recast Peter Capaldi. He's going to go away at the end of this season. I should say, heads up, I haven't watched the show since like season six because it really kind of fell apart for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but we talk about everything here, so why not? Uh, we have a Lady Doctor! Yay! And I didn't write down her name because I'm not that prepared. Oh yeah, I can't remember her name. It starts with M. She's the mother from M. Broadchurch. Broadchurch, which we have to watch more yeah, no. of. Um, is it, it's, it's Jodie Whittaker, I believe. Oh, I thought her name started with M. Mrs. Doctor. <laughs> Mrs. Doctor. Yeah, Jodie Whittaker. She doesn't have to be married. Ms. Doctor. Ms. Doctor. Um, and I know what you're thinking. Next they're going to be having real doctors as women as well. <laughs> oh my god. Next they'll be having politicians as women. Um, yeah, a lot of weird backlash. Yeah, um, a lot of unnecessary backlash. Especially considering... This isn't a new idea. Like they've been suggesting the doctor's gonna be. Yeah, a woman they've been for planting this months. seed. They've for been they, months, years. They knew even. people were gonna react weirdly, so they're like, "Look, we're just gonna keep planting the seed. Like maybe it's Haley Atwell, maybe it's Tilda Swinton. Both would have been excellent doctors. Yeah, they should have made a ginger doctor though. Yeah, still not ginger. Um, <laughs> but um, I'm all for this. Do you know what I mean? Like even if it's only one season, that is one season where little girls all around can watch a show and be like, ah. Oh, we can do that too. Yep. Like, that's kind of important. Like, I know a lot of people are like, why don't you make new shows or new roles for women? Why can't there be just new characters? And I get it. Like, that's a valid argument. But just because that's a valid argument doesn't mean they're being lazy. Mm. It's like it's a beloved character that's been around for 60 years. Like, it can be a girl once. We've never yeah, seen a doctor. it can be a girl just We've time. never seen a doctor without his pants on. We don't yeah. know what's going on down there. I like there. how there's some people who are like, oh, right, continue. I was just gonna, that's all I was saying. Really. You're just going to say that maybe, maybe he has two dicks. <laughs> like maybe he's got a dick and a vag. Who knows? Um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say because I got distracted by dicks. Oh, that's what happens when you're a woman. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, and what I thought was funny how it's like people are like, the show's gone downhill. Um, actually, this show went downhill, yeah, like... Four seasons ago. And not only that, but it's like, if you just want to watch, um, like, if, if you're upset that, you know, the, the doctor is now a woman, God forbid, 51% of the planet, and now she's 52, um, and you're upset that, you know, like, you can't watch Doctor Who anymore, guess what? You have, like, 50 fucking years of Doctor yeah, Who like- back Back seasons like, to watch. Literally thousands of episodes. Literally thousands of episodes. Maybe a million hours. I don't know. There's a lot. <laughs> yep. Well, remember that Genesis of the Daleks episode that we got was like seven hours long. Yeah. Those old really collections long. that like, we sell at work and stuff, they're all like seven hours long. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So don't worry, guys. Like, And you know what? You know what's probably going to happen? The network will probably get cold feet and go, oh, that was a bad idea. Let's go back to a guy in a season. Do you know what I mean? They'll play Julia Gillardus. So. I do. Uh, I do wonder if she'll have a, f- 
female companion or a male companion. I just hope they get rid of Clara because she's the most useless character. Is that the one with the curly hair? No, she's the one with the brown hair. River's the one with the curly hair. No, no. This... I think... I think there's a new companion. Because you haven't watched in a while, but... No, I haven't watched it in a while. I actually don't like this. But Clara doesn't really do anything... Like she always, she just make, she just makes smart remarks. Is it that one? Basically, ah uh, no. Yeah, she's the. That's yes. Yeah, uh, Wait, are you thinking yeah. about Oswin or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's been gone for a while. Yeah. Oh, I. <laughs> yeah, I think this new one's like a uh, bisexual, progressive, cisgender girl or something. Like they made a big deal about it. So, oh, did they? Oh, yeah, okay. I think she was bisexual. Um, but either way, um, yeah, Clara's been gone for a while. So yeah. I don't care. Like, do a male companion. Do a, do a dog. I don't care. Do you know what I mean? K9. No, not him. K9. Um, cool. This is the last bit of news that's non-Comic-Con uh, related, and then we'll be done. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get to Comic-Con. Uh, they dropped a trailer for the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, Leatherface. It's an origin story, and it looks, okay. cool. looks very cool. Cool. Um, I don't remember much of it because I've watched a lot of trailers since then, but we did see... Like, it's more, it's more like teenage leather face, and, like, you see, like, his, I think this is, like, his first victim, and his first mask is just one face, because he's only killed one person. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Um, but... Does he look like Dwight when he cuts the face of the dummy? Um, <laughs> kind of like, a little yeah. bit, actually. I, um, I think, actually, this is one of the strongest horror franchises as well. Like, now that I think about it, there's still two, te- no, still one Texas Chainsaw Massacre I haven't seen, but of all the movies I've seen, most of them are bad like they're all pretty good like the worst being okay like so i'm down i'm ready for mm. it give me some more um, leather face we actually do have one more trailer that oh we, I don't have, know. A, we have a lot of trailers yeah i know but i don't know if this one was at comic-con or not it is a certain netflix show so rhymes with manger mings oh yeah that was a comic-con one. Oh, that was okay cool. yes yeah, we'll talk no. about that later then don't worry um okay let's start with dc Let's start with DC. Okay. Okay, so the next DC movie coming out is Justice League. Yep. And they're currently working on Aquaman. Yep. It was announced on the first day of Comic-Con that the next one after that is going to be Shazam, which is kind of strange. Mm. Like, cool character, cool topic, cool idea. Just so weird that that's the next one, seeing we're still, like, haven't had a Batman movie yet. Mm. Um, haven't had a sequel. Flash movie yet. Yeah, we'll, we're getting that. We'll I get into that. I haven't a cyborg movie yet. Yeah, we don't need a cyborg I don't movie. Really, I don't want a cyborg movie. Um, but that's cool. Like, Shazam is a cool character, so it's interesting. I think they're in such a rush to build their universe. It's kind of like, look, Guardians of the Galaxy work. Let's get our magic... Like, Doctor Strange work. Let's get our magic character out straight away. Um, and I think, yeah, just in the rush to kind of get a lot of things going, mm. there's a weird order to everything. But Shazam's coming. There's no one cast yet. Um... But they do have a director, David Sandberg, and he directed a bunch of uh, horror movies, including Lights Out and some other stuff as well. So, that's cool. I'm down with that. Um, Another movie that got announced, not officially, like it wasn't mentioned in their presentation, but it got announced at the beginning of Comic-Con, is that we're going to see a Harley Quinn vs. Joker movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Vs. Joker? Well, they seem to not be in, like... um, Cahoots anymore? Well, they don't seem to be getting on so much by the end of Suicide Squad, so I know he did come back for her, but she was pretty angry at him. Yeah, but isn't that their whole thing? Yeah. He's abusive, she's 
got Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, but in the books, they've kind of made it more independent. Um, it's not in the next roster of films. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know whether we necessarily need it, but I'll see it. Do you know what I mean? Like, as long as they're making these films, I'll go make it. Um, another little bit of DC news is that right before Comic-Con, there was a rumor being spread by a lot of different uh, news agencies that Warner Brothers is kicking Ben Affleck out. Mm. They're saying he's already 45. I don't understand why. He's 45 years old. By the time that first Batman film comes out, he's going to be almost 50. And he's still got two more Batman films to do, plus Justice League. And he's going to be too old. And it's just, it's just not working out. And my response to that was Robert Downey Jr., yeah. He's been in the Marvel Universe for 10 years. He's not going away. <laughs> I mean, he might die in Infinity War, but we don't know what's going to happen. And that guy keeps bringing people back. And one thing that people said about Batman vs Superman, regardless of how much people liked it or hated it, is that Affleck was great as Batman. Mm-hmm. Terrible, terrible idea to get rid of him. He came out on the panel today and said, it's not true. I love working on these films. Batman's my favorite character. He's literally the coolest character out of any comic book universe. I'm having a good time. Plus, I love the director. I know people were confused that maybe I was not committed because I didn't want to direct the film anymore. He goes, not true. I just didn't know whether my, I had the directorial vision for it, so I stepped down, but I love this character. Mm-hmm. So we were all like, phew. And then we realised, of course he said that because it's Comic-Con. He's not going to go out in front of everyone and be like, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Um, also, they've got a movie to promote, Justice League, which comes out in November. So if anything's going to happen with him leaving, it's going to happen after that movie's made its money. Mm. So we don't know. But I'm hoping that this is all true. I'm hoping that he. Yeah, I hope he stays because I think he's a great Batman. I am. Um, yeah, he is my favorite Batman. Like of all the actors who's played him, I mm. and he didn't get much to do in Batman vs Superman either. But he's appeared in three of the four DC movies from the last two years. Like he's in all of them except for Wonder Woman. But he his character is mentioned. Like Wayne mm. Enterprise does have a some a moment in there. So I don't know. I think it'd be a stupid move. Hopefully, it's all. Just speculation and people trying to crap on DC because they haven't had a great start the way Marvel did. But I guess... I, the, the, the fans are so hard on them. The fans are so hard on DC. It's like, just cut them a break. Mm. It's like, no matter what the company does, they can't seem to get it right. And it's like, they actually are getting it right. It's mm. just you got those um, three fans who think that, you know, no matter what... There's always something wrong. It's like, um, actually, Batman suit isn't black. It's like a very, very, very dark grey colour. Well, it's not just that. It's also it's less that the fans actually have been pretty good. Like a lot of, if a lot of the reviews of like Batman vs Superman, for example, mm. a lot of the negativity came from critics, but the audience score was pretty good for the most part. Like a lot of the audience were like, no, I like this. It's fine. Like, mm. yeah, it's not Citizen Kane, but I didn't want to see Citizen Kane. I wanted to see yeah. Batman vs Superman. Um. And it was actually leaked, uh, re- announced, kind of, or like released recently that um, someone has given their review of Justice League from what they've seen so far, and they're like, "It's a mess. Like the timing's all wrong. It's problematic. Like the, <coughs> the story's not good. Like all this sort of stuff." This same person said that about Batman vs Superman, and they saw it. Uh, this is a reviewer. I won't reveal the name because mm. it's all hearsay at this point. But they did definitely say that about Batman vs Superman, and they happened to be right. They said about Suicide Squad, happened to be right. They also said it about Wonder Woman, and I would disagree. So it seems mm. like someone who's just out to hate on DC. Yeah. Uh, and this is someone But who... it seems like there's a lot of people like that. There's a lot of people who are out to just hate mm. on DC. Mm. Um, I mean, look, I'm going to all of them. I hope Affleck stays. Yeah. Um, 
Speaking of Affleck and DC, we saw a trailer. Justice League. Yes. Surprisingly, that was all they revealed this this year. I thought they were going to come with more. Apparently, there was some footage of Aquaman shown at Comic Con, but it wasn't really. It's not really like kind of screen ready. It was more just kind of like, yeah, we've been shooting for a bit. We just want to show you guys a few things of what we're doing and some concept art, but they didn't get a chance because they're still like in the middle of filming in Queensland right now. Like Jason Momoa literally caught a plane to go to Comic Con and now is going back. Yeah. Just so he could show up. Well, I think also maybe they don't want to overkill either. That and I think also like they're like look the focus is Justice League now we need to talk mm. about Justice League so we don't want to like kind of pollute the airwaves too much. Mm. Um, there's a very cute video of Jason Momoa entering Comic Con like everyone's you know sitting there waiting for the panel to start and Chris Hardwick the presenters up the front and he goes and ladies and gentlemen now uh, you're Aquaman Jason Momoa and the lights go down and Jimi Hendrix starts playing uh-huh. and then you see this huge Hulk of a man run down the middle of the aisle holding a trident in one arm <laughs> and he gets up and he just starts headbanging and playing the trident like a guitar. Yeah. Like this dude is having so much fun being Aquaman. Yeah. You can even tell in the trailers like because he's like surfing on parademons and yeah, always yeah, like yeah. woohoo and stuff. <laughs> um, but they did confirm that I mean, we already knew it but they were kind of like talking about like the villains and stuff and what's going on like some of the characters. So no footage from that yet but we will see that soon. Um... But as I said, we did see the Justice League tra- trailer, and at first, I watched, I've watched it three or four times now, my first opinion was kind of like, oh, well, they didn't really show us anything new. Um, but I also think that, I think it's good that they didn't show us anything new, because if they showed us every something, like a whole bunch of new stuff every single trailer, Mm. And because the comic book movies require like a billion trailers mm. these days, well, every movie you've does. seen like the entire film. Yes, and, and that's... that's what I don't want. I want to go to the movies and I want to actually like be surprised. Be surprised. And that's where I'm at. That's where yeah. I'm at now. After watching the last one, I'm like, you know what? This is actually a very clever trailer. They yeah. do show us new things. Mm. We get a little bit more Jim Gordon. We see a bunch of Steppenwolf, but never really see him. Like we, yeah. we never see his face. We just mm-hmm. kind of see him from different angles. Um, we get to see a little bit more of everyone's powers. We get to see Flash run around a little bit more. We get to see a bit more of his jokes and stuff. Um, we get to see a little bit more of Cyborg. And he actually does something interesting. Mm. Like he hacks into that bat vehicle. Yeah. But at the same time, we haven't... They haven't, like, overkill. I'm not... Like, it's not like the Batman of Super where Doomsday came out and everyone's like, ah, oh, are there any other villains in this movie? Because now we've seen them all. Like... Mm. Um, it's a very clever trailer. I really like it, actually. Yeah, I like it, too. Um, I felt the beginning... Yeah, the beginning was... Um, the My only, my only like, criticism was that part where Wonder Woman at the start, like, dodges the bullet and then she, like, does the leg sweep thing. Mm. And I'm like, that is literally, like, shot for shot one... Like, from the scene in Wonder Woman, yeah. where she, like... It's her go-to move. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, we're doing that again. But I will say this, like, especially after seeing Wonder Woman, I love seeing her on screen. Oh, I love yeah. seeing her in the yeah, suit. Like, yeah, that's yeah. all I want to see. Mm. We heard mentions of Arkham Asylum in the trailer. Very, It's very hard to hear. There's some dialogue in there. Some voiceover stuff, and also some kind of, like, background sounds. A little bit hard to hear, but there's a lot of radio noise, and one of the things is, like... Break out of at Arkham Asylum or something. I didn't hear that. Yeah, and then mm. you see this great view of Batman on top of like <clears> a <throat> gargoyle, but it's like a Grim Reaper gargoyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a beautiful, wonderful mm. gothic sh- shot. Uh, but one of the best things about the trailer is that at one point when Steppenwolf is doing his little voiceover, he talks about how this world's 
going to be destroyed like all the other ones. First of all, we know they've destroyed other worlds, which is very cool. But he says how there's no one to save them, no Kryptonians and no Lanterns, which means Green mm. Lantern officially exists in this world. And the very last shot of the trailer is Alfred talking to someone. And at first everyone was like, well, it must be Superman. Like, clearly it's Superman. Mm. But there are some nerds online, and I love, I love the nerds, that were like, um, actually, <laughs> that is not the sound that Superman makes when he flies, so it must be Green Lantern. <laughs> So that's my nice, nice attempt at I my tried nerd it. voice, right. except you kind of just went with a derogatory deaf person oh, voice. My so. bad. Um, yeah, apparently people are like, yeah, we've, if you pay attention, like Superman's flying sound is different, but there is another flying character that we're expecting to see at some point. So mm. people speculate it's Green Lantern. Um, maybe not Hal Jordan or John Stewart, but maybe Aben Sir, who is the alien that passes on his ring. It would be funny if it was just a red herring and it was literally just him talking to Aquaman or something. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's okay. It very well could be. It very well could be. But there's been a lot more Green Lantern presence at the presentation stuff as well. So I think people are finally getting ready to be like, yes, we need Green Lantern again. Which oh, is okay. cool. Which is cool. I want all my heroes. Oh, also the other thing being that the final, like the kind of tagline of this trailer was mm. all, all in. in. Yeah. And at first you're kind of like, yeah, like they're all in. Like They have to like get ready because they have to like cash in their chips because they've got to fight for this earth. But there's also like a very cool poster early on it was unite the seven and it was mm. aquaman I'm like yeah you're not the seven c's i was like no the seven members of the justice league that's mm. what it is so <coughs> even if it's only for a little bit a green lantern appearance any of the green lantern core would be very cool um i think that's almost all my dc movie news the last thing i'll give you is the slate of upcoming dc movies because they announce everything coming soon so, I'm just going to open up this picture. I'm sorry, I'm not as well prepared as I thought I would be. Let's see, you're fired from this podcast. Oh, you just want to quit. No, I'm going to get a severance package. Oh. Uh, okay, so there are no release dates yet. They haven't given us any dates, and I think that's because they've had some problems getting some things off the, off the ground in the past. But this is the say, this is the next one, two, three, four, five, six, like eight movies or so. Mm. So, as we already said, Shazam. After that, Suicide Squad 2. Oh, okay. Not... I didn't mind Suicide Squad. I didn't love it, but I didn't mind. To me, it's definitely the weakest, Mm. but it's interesting, like, I think they can do a cool story with it, and I don't think we're going to have Harley in it, because she's going to be in Gotham City Sirens at some point. Mm. Apparently, they're replacing her with Killer Frost. Very cool. No pun intended. Uh And I think if they take the Joker out as well, that'll make it more interesting. Mm. Oops, what happened there? Uh, So, Suicide Squad 2, Justice League Dark, which is a very abstract film to have so early on in the universe, but that's cool. What's Justice League Dark? So, it's kind of like all the magical creatures and heroes come together. So, Zatanna. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. uh, Swamp Thing, uh, John Constantine, Mm. Dead Man, um, I think Etrigan, who's like a demon, um, and then sometimes Batman's there as well. So okay, cool. So, that's cool. Mm, Um, I like the sound uh, of that. After that... Flash movie. Yeah. They've announced the title. Flashpoint. Nice. Now, this is where my, my only concern comes, and a lot of people's concern comes into it, because everyone's like, we're not getting rid of Ben Affleck. But Flashpoint is a time travel movie where you can rewrite your universe. Yeah. The X-Men did the Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. so it's very possible that they could do that. And But either way, we're going to hopefully see Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Batman, which is something that I've wanted ever since I saw Batman vs. Superman. Um... And, I mean, hopefully they won't. I mean, look, if they're going to rewrite timeline stuff or, like, change actors, there's a bunch of stuff they could do. Like, they could 
recast Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Even though I, I don't want that, they could do that. Mm. They could recast Jared Leto. Mm. Again, not something that I want, but they could do that. Or they could make the Doomsday fight never have happened and then give us a better version of Doomsday. Like, there's mm. a bunch of things they can do with this. Um, but it is interesting that the first Flash film is that because that's a very Justice League heavy story. So um, it's kind of cool they've got a lot of team movies coming up, mm. which is cool. Uh, after Flashpoint, One Woman 2. Nice. Set in the Cold War as well, by the way. Oh, I think cool. we talked. I don't know if we talked about that or not. It's in the pun intended this time. Mm, in the eighties, at the tail end of the Cold War. So that's that's. I think it's cool, like good not putting her in modern times because yeah. we're getting her in every Justice League film modern yeah, times. So give her right. some period pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, Green Lantern Core happening. Okay. So we don't know which Green Lanterns are going to be in it, but because it's, it's the the core, we're going to probably get a couple of them. The, the, at one point, they talk about like it being like a kind of buddy cop film in space. Ha, so. Cool. Uh, Batgirl. Nice. And the Batman. Mm. So that's the order they read them out in. We don't know if that's the, the order li- that they come out. Yeah, in. they haven't given us any release dates. But that's a pretty cool list. So the Harley Joker film wasn't confirmed, and the Gotham City Sirens wasn't confirmed, mm. Man of Steel 2 wasn't confirmed, mm. Cyborg wasn't confirmed, and Justice League 2. All those are off the table at the moment. They're not cancelled, just not the primary focus. This is their universe building. Hopefully we're going to get a couple a year because next week... I don't know how I see Gotham City Sirens being good as a movie. I see it better being better as a TV show than a movie. Well, it gives you a chance to introduce some characters, I think. And also, um, I think their villain's going to be Black Mask. So it's kind of like... Kind of... Not evil women, but kind of like... Women who walk by both sides of the law against a gangster and stuff. Yeah, I know. But the thing is, like, to me, it doesn't sound like a film. It sounds more like a TV series. And, and when you when you look at, like, the stuff that they get up to and stuff like that. Mm. But, yeah, it, to me, I think it would work better as a TV series. Much like how um, in Batman Brave and the Bold, there's, like, you know, whole episodes, I think. I think it's whole episodes, or if it's not just segments of episodes, of just, like... Harley and Ivy mm. doing stuff. Yeah, I mean, look, it's still a little what like that wasn't on the slate at all, so mm. that might not be happening now. It might be taking. Well, a little... I read something somewhere. I think it was something that you liked on Facebook, and therefore came up on my Facebook feed, where it was whoever's directing David Ayer, the guy who did yeah. the first Suicide Squad. Um, he's like really eager for it because he has like daughters, daughters yeah. and stuff like that, and he's like, you know, I want to, I want them to. Uh, to to be involved in the film sort of thing. Mm. And then somebody commented below and they were like, I don't think that having evil characters is a good role model for women. Yeah. Apparently Aubrey Plaza wants to be Catwoman. Nice. I'd be down with that. Yeah. Um, that's all the DC news. There was a few cool little things. Oh, hang on. There's DC TV as well. I completely forgot. Um, oh, there was another person that died as well. I'll get back to that. Um, Danny Trejo, Machete himself, is joining season four of Flash. Nice. I don't know who he's going to play, but I'm in. I like yeah. that guy. I like him a lot. Mm, uh, he's good. I also watched the trailer for season four of Flash. They, oh, yeah? They don't give too much away, but it looks like the team, team's still going. The yeah. Little, team Flash is going even without Flash, because spoilers, at the end of three, he went into the Speed Force, and then there was like a big Speed Force storm. Mm. Um, but... They're all together, and it looks like um, Kid Flash and Vibe are the main heroes now. Like they're going around together, okay, fighting yeah. crime. And I think at some point they're trying to like 
pull Flash out of the Speed Force, and then Wally, and I then think... rip his arm off. I think then Wally puts on the red suit and he becomes Flash for a while, but it's all about kind of rescue Barry. Mm. Um, no... Uh, no Jay Garrick in the trailer, so I don't know if he's going to be in it much at all. Mm. I hope he is. I like him. But, um, yeah, so it looks... But it looks like they're going to at least spend a little... Hopefully they'll go more than two episodes without Barry. Like, the cool thing about Flashpoint was the chance to do different things, and they kind of nixed it very early on. Like yeah. Was... So, if they could, you know, maybe cut... Um, I don't know. I mean, I like Rank Gustin a lot, and I like him as Flash, but I think it's an interesting storyline to kind of pull him out for a while. Mm. Um, there was also a trailer for Season 6 of Arrow, but it wasn't really a trailer. Like, two min- two of the three minutes was just kind of footage from the previous season. Um, but what they did show us was that uh, certain characters that were supposedly dying on the island definitely aren't dead because they're in the trailer. And that now he has to, Oliver Queen has to deal with being a vigilante and a father. So, ah. so I don't know. I'm in. Um, let's take a break from uh, DC. Well, DC's all done. Before we get into Marvel, we'll just say that there's a Spawn movie being made, which is very cool. Like, it's been in production for a little while. Spawn? Spawn was cre- uh, created by Todd McFarlane, who was one of the founders of Image Comics. You would have seen images mm, of Spawn I think, before. Yeah, I think it's Very dark adult horror comics. Um, mm. And Blumhouse, the guys who have been behind every big horror movie for the last 10 years, like all your paranormal activities, all your conjurings, mm. um, all of the big, like, pop, uh, the purge. Um, they're producing it, which is very cool because they know how to make uh, big, spooky movies on a small budget. So. Yeah. Uh, and then the other person who passed away that I forgot to mention um, was uh, John Hurt, who you might not know him by name, but he was uh, Kevin McAllister's father in Home Alone. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he passed away. Oh, that's a shame. It is a shame. Um, okay. Time to play for all the marvels. It's <laughs> a little joke. Um, we'll go with the news and then we'll hit the trailers. So, Iron Fist Season 2 has been confirmed. The least popular of the Netflix series is getting another season, which is excellent because I didn't think it was that bad. And I think it's a cool character to kind of play with, so let's see some mm. more. Um, the Daughters of the Dragon, who I've mentioned a lot on the show, are going to be a big part of it. So... Um, this is character Colleen Wing, who's like kind of, um, she owns a dojo and she's like a martial arts expert in Iron Fist. Um, she's going to team up with Misty Knight, who's a cop from the Luke Cage show, and they kind of fight crime together. Mm. So it's something like that's going to start happening, which is very, very cool. Misty Knight sounds like the name of a stripper. I think it's deliberate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she's awesome. Like, she's really cool. And the girl, the woman who plays her in Luke Cage is excellent. So... We just want, I just want more women kicking ass on TV and in movies, and that's what we're getting. Nice. Uh, speaking of casting, which I didn't mention, but speaking of casting, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer is going to be an Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. She's playing Janet Van Dyne, who was the original Wasp, um, which is very cool. Like, we've had a DC uh, actress kind of come over to Marvel Land to play, so mm. very cool. I'm down with that. Big fan of Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, I love Michelle Pfeiffer. She's great. Um, they also... Um, gave us some information on the upcoming Captain Marvel movie starring Brie Larson. Nice. And it's kind of interesting. I wasn't expecting this, but I'm definitely down with it. It's kind of a prequel to every Marvel film so far. Okay. It's going to be set in the 90s. Yep. And Captain... uh, uh, So, yeah, it's going to be uh, 
Carol Danvers in the nines. And I guess all this time she's been in space because otherwise she would have noticed Iron Man and that mm. earlier. So it's in the nineties. I guess she's going to get lost in space. It's going to feature Scrolls, who are like one of the big uh, like alien races who are villains in the Marvel universe, and that's actually where she gets her power from. And it's going to feature Nick Fury again. Okay. But Nick Fury doesn't have an eye patch in this movie. Ooh. He has maybe two. we find out how he gets his eye I'm patch. I'm thinking we will. So that's very cool as well. Now, we have only really trailers to talk about. We're going to go through the Marvel trailers, and then there's just a few other random ones, and then we'll get out of here, because this very short episode is almost an hour long. <laughs> as we tend to do it on Past the Remote. So, first Marvel trailer that came out was the Inhumans trailer. Second trailer for Inhumans, that's the TV show where they have the telekinetic giant dog called mm-hmm. Lockjaw, mm-hmm. Medusa, the woman with telekinetic hair, and Black Bolt, the man with the voice of a god. Um, it looks okay. When you say the man with the voice of a god, is it? do you mean as in like he can control people? Or no, is it it's as in so, like he's just it's very so, loud? It's so powerful it can destroy people oh, okay. and things. Yeah. Um... It looks okay. It definitely looks like the weakest thing that Marvel's done so far. I'm not saying it's not going to be good. I'm not saying I'm not interested. It's just... I think a movie would have served them better. Because you've got TV budget. The CG isn't as good. Yeah. And it's, that dog's going to be hard. The dog, dog actually is pretty good. I think he's the best looking thing of the thing. Oh, okay. But um, like they live on the moon and then they're going to move down to... I swear to God, the people who made this stuff in the 60s must have been dropping acid. Because, like, some of it is the most bonkers shit. Yeah, but some of the best stuff comes from bonkers. So, yeah. um, and so it's about them coming to Earth for the first time. But, yeah, I think the problem is that now Marvel are producing too much. Like, Agents of yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. is still going on. We're all in Netflix shows. And Netflix shows are the best. I will skip other TV shows to watch the Netflix stuff mm. because it's fantastic. But Inhumans, um, Runaways is coming, New Warriors is coming with Squirrel Girl, like, all these different things. Like, mm. It's too much to keep up with at this point. Yeah. Because um, i got to watch my DC stuff as well. But it looks okay. And I think the first two episodes have been shown as like a feature in IMAX cinemas. So um, I'll definitely give it a go. I'm just not as on board as some of the other stuff. Yeah. Um, the other trailer they brought out, they did two trailers for The Defenders, which is the upcoming Netflix series, which is kind of the street-level version of The Avengers. So Daredevil, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, and Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. And The Punisher. And Electra. Mm-hmm. Um, first trailer is very cool. It's just Stan Lee in a limo talking about what it means to be a hero. And yeah. every time he talks about it, like, it cuts to a different scene of someone like fight, like fighting yeah. in an alleyway or like fighting a thug or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the trailer ends, and you hear like a a noise of like. So they, it, I think it shows Daredevil, Iron Fist, Power Man, and um, Jessica Jones. That's the trailer, and then it ends, and then you hear like a noise of like people in peril or something, and then you just hear looks like I came just in time and the Punisher walks in and I was like yes this is awesome um, and then the second trail was a lot more about the actual show and kind of giving us like a lot of their dynamic together and it looks like Jessica Jones is going to be maybe the best part of the show like she's just quipping all the time making fun of everyone at one point when Daredevil walks in with his suit on for the first time she's like nice ears and he's like their horns mm-hmm. so uh, that's, that's out in like two weeks two or three weeks so uh, I'm very excited for Defenders and then, after Justice League this morning, which was arguably like a very good trailer, Marvel were like, you ain't seen nothing yet. And they dropped the new Thor trailer. And when they announced that, I was like, why? 
I don't need another Thor trailer. Like, that first Thor trailer is perfect for me. Like, it sold me on that movie. On a franchise that's kind of been questionable to some people. Like, I'm not a huge fan of the first one, but I do like the second one, even though everyone seems to hate it. This, I love it. Yeah, I really like it as well. That third one, this tra- the first trailer for the third movie, I'm like, this is it. This is going to be the best Marvel film of the year. Like, Guardians 2, pretty good. A little bit underwhelming, but overall very good. Spider-Man, we had no expectations to just like uh, another Spider-Man movie. And it was great. This Thor movie looks fantastic. This Thor movie looks fantastic. And I'm really looking forward to watching it. And I really like the style of it. But at the same time, I also don't like the style of it. You think it's too Guardians? I think it's too kitschy. How do you mean? This is interesting. Well, because in my mind, Thor is like superhero Lord of the Rings. Yes. And that's what I love about it. I love number one and I love number two because the aesthetic is very Lord of the Ringsy. And the aesthetic of this one is very retro arcade game from the 1980s. Mm. And I like retro arcade game of the 1980s. And I like what I see. But at the same time, I'm like... Uh... I, I do see what you're saying. I don't have a problem with any of that. But I think where they... When they're in Asgard and when they're focusing on all the Norse stuff, it is very much what the first two were. Like... No. I don't think so. When they're in Asgard, we see like armies with swords and Hela, the goddess of death, and mm, like. And it's but it's still like with all of this weird like space makeup and like. Well, that was space armor. But that wasn't on Asgard. That was so on the they, other planet. I suppose they're coming from the other planet. And I mean, if there's, if you want like the visual representation of like. Norse mythology and Lord of the Rings. No, I, I, don't have... get me wrong, no, no, no. I love the aesthetic of, like, space Norse. Oh, That's all, cool. All I'm saying is that, like, if you want, like, the perfect representation of that flavor you're missing, all you have to look at is the army of Pegasus yeah. and, like, warriors on them coming from the sky with rainbows. I'm like, yeah, this is... Yeah, yeah. Like, that was very Wonder Woman to me. Like, do you remember, like, yeah. in the, the flashback scenes in Wonder Woman, they had, like, the scroll and, like, the ancient tale and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but it was so beautifully done. Like, mm. um, I'm in. Like, and I understand like your concern in as much as you're kind of like, ah, oh, it's kind of changing. But I think we're at the point now where this is the third one. Yeah, it needs and we're to also, change. We're it getting can't to, be the same thing. And we're also getting to Infinity War where now, mm-hmm. like, none of the movies, like, the last Captain America... They're all merging against each other. It's They're becoming all a real blending. stew, yeah. yeah. And we get to see... But we do get to see cool things. Like, again, after seeing the Hulk meeting... Thor for the first time in that last trailer. I'm like, what are they going to show me? I don't know. Talking Hulk? Yeah. Like, for the first time... I, so- I thought I thought the Hulk and him fighting was going to be, like, the climax of the movie. No, but I don't It seems think so. like it's at the start of the movie, almost. Yeah. I don't think it's probably the start, but I think it'll be in the first act. Mm. Um, and I didn't think we were going to see any Bruce Banner at all. I thought it was going to be very much just Hulk, uh, because they're in space. Mm. So seeing Bruce Banner was very cool, but then having Hulk talk... Like, we're at that point. We're at that point in this cinematic universe where we can do anything we want. Yeah. Um, which is great, because he talks in the comics, and he's talked in, like, other things before, and we did hear him say puny god once, which was very <laughs> cool, but I never thought we'd get him having conversations, and he's fun. Like, it's good to have, like, his yeah. cracking jokes, and but not deliberate jokes, it's just kind of, like, 
Hulk trying to understand yeah and like reason and whatnot we're seeing fights Suter I think it is or Sitar and that's the giant fire demon looks oh, like, okay, yep. the, like Satan basically mm. um I we're gonna see Loki like and him and Thor, yeah. him and Thor like Ghostbusters at one point with like these giant yeah. guns <laughs> um I'm in like this looks to be the best Marvel film of the year like I'm very excited for it mm. um and I'm excited for everything that I, sets up. I know that when I watch it, I won't be disappointed. Mm. I won't be disappointed. We've got to see a lot more of Kate Blanchard as Hela, and I yeah, really... Yeah, I'm really digging that. Like, mm. I want to cosplay that. That's yeah, like the, really the cool. The look is awesome. Mm. Like, the, the costume is great. The makeup's great. Um, Valkyrie looks cool. Like, we finally got to mm. see a bit of Valkyrie. And one of my other... Because like, there's so many good moments in it. There's a really great moment. Would you didn't pick on be kind of like that's very expository when Hela's like I'm not what she goes she goes I'm not a monster or a queen I'm the goddess of death and she's mm. like strangling Thor and then she goes what are you the god of again and you just see this giant lightning bolt and yeah. he lands and like, there's lightning flowing through his veins yeah, and his eyes and stuff yeah. and I was like yes like that yeah. is exactly what I want like, mm. that is amazing I lost my hammy yeah, yeah it was almost Someone, we, we watched at work, and one of the guys at work pointed out, they're like, have you noticed how Thor is not as Thor-like as he was in the first movie? Like, he's very human now, like, with his yeah. mannerisms and talking mm. and stuff. But I just... And his hair. Well, that we saw that, like, that's because he went on Prison Planet or whatever, and they cut his yeah. hair, so... But I think um, that's just because he spent so much time with mortals now, like... Yeah. Um, and Hulk had a haircut as well, and I was very happy with that. Um... That is all the Marvel news and all the DC news. Is there any other news? We have a few more trailers. And there's one thing we could maybe not review but discuss very quick. We'll see how we go. Mm. Uh, So these are the last few trailers from Comic-Con and they're all great. Kingsman, The Golden Circle, the sequel to the Kingsman movie. Cool, I haven't seen that trailer. Well, I won't go into too much detail because it's definitely worth watching. But all we can see is that the Kingsmen have... uh, had to unite with their American counterparts, the Statesmen, and it's kind of like a meeting of different worlds. And Channing Tatum is one of the spies from America, <laughs> but they wear like cowboy hats. <laughs> um, and that's kind of all the, the most I remember. There is like a character reveal which I won't spoil, but uh, I'm in. I like that first one a lot, and I think the second one's gonna be good too. Cool. Um, for the first time in I think over five years, we're getting another Saw movie. Saw 8, it's not even called that, it's called Jigsaw, and I watched the trailer, and it looks really good, it looks spooky, it looks like my PlayStation is yelling at me. Um, it looks like there's a lot more of the um, killings gone public, there's a lot of like outdoor stuff. Are we sure that this is not going to be a version of like, you know, how like there was Friday the 13th, the final Friday, chapter. and then there was like Jason X, yeah. you know, it's not uh, called... Definitely, because Sword. the last one was called, the last one was called the final ch- chapter or whatever. Yeah. So they're back for more. But I'm okay. I think Kerry Elways or whatever his name is. Um, I don't know. He was he's in a bunch of you know him. Um, he's in the Princess Bride, the movie you don't like. But um, I think he's back. It looks good. I, I'm definitely in. Like I like the Saw movies. Um, there was a trailer for American Horror Story. The new season is American Horror Story Cult, which is very cool. Um, I'm a big fan of movies about cults, and this one looks pretty spooky. I haven't watched American Horror Story in quite a few seasons, so I get back into it. But it looks good. 
Um, Steven Spielberg released the trailer for his new movie, uh, Ready Player One, based on a book. Um, it looks okay. I plan to see a little bit more because I'm not familiar with the book at all. But it sounds like it's in a futuristic world where you can literally log your mind into video games and play them that way. So how is... Yeah, since you don't... I mean, like, this is a rhetorical question since you don't know about the thing. But that begs the question of how is it different from, like, Tron? I don't know. But, well, I mean, they've got property... Like, other properties in it, like Freddy Krueger's in it and yeah. the Iron Giant's in it. And I'm pretty sure I saw Deadpool in that trailer as well, so... Oh, okay. Um, but I don't know. Apparently the book is amazing. Um, okay. And look, it's Spielberg, and Spielberg makes good yeah. movies, so yeah. I'm sure it'll be fine. The first trailer didn't, just didn't wow me. Like, mm. I was hoping for a bit more. It was a bit of a confused trailer. It didn't really tell me anything. It just showed me a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, and the last trailer we both watched, and that's for season two of Stranger Things. Yeah. Coming out in Halloween. It comes out the same day as Thor Ragnarok, actually. Mm. Um, looks good. Which one are we going to watch first, James? We'll probably watch a bit of each because <laughs> we probably watched eight episodes in a row but we almost did last time so maybe we will yeah. um, it's set like Halloween time this time like with those little mm. rotting pumpkins they have confirmed so we're not spoiling anything Eleven's alive yep looks like she's trapped in the underneath yep. is the underneath or the upside down the upside down I think. the upside down yeah um, and is was Will the boy who was kidnapped yes and Will's back but he's having visions and getting mm. lost in the upside down again Will's fucked in the head mmm um, but it looks good, and like the villain isn't the demogorgon this time. It's this giant, almost like I don't want to say. Kai. I don't know. I think there might be like variants of the demogorgon. Well, this was like a giant. It looks like I just saw, like t- it was, I don't know. If it was tentacles or legs? It was, a, yeah. it was a big, big monster. Mm. Um, so I'm in. I mean, I was always in, but it looks great. Like it's really capturing that spirit all over again. They used Thriller in the, yeah, the trailer, which I didn't realise at first. I was like, that's actually really well done. Yeah. Like, I like that. Uh, and apparently Barb, the girl who plays Barb, crashed the um, the panel. Like, she kind of busted in and people were like, woo. Yeah, um, Barb. And maybe that's why she didn't get the role of Squirrel Girl. Maybe because she had to come back and do some work on Stranger oh, Things. Yeah, maybe. Um, but everyone's back. Uh, our favourite sheriff is back. And Winona Ryder's back. Yep. Um, even though we just watched it about an hour ago, I can't really remember much else, but I dug it. Like, I mean, it's great. Yeah. Um, Makes me want to watch uh, season, season one, one again. again. We will. We'll go through it again. Mm. That is everything from Comic-Con. Comic-Con, Comic-Con is all wrapped up. Now we've got no more Comic-Cons until next year. But we do have New York Comic-Con coming up soon, so I've got that. <laughs> um, before we go, we could talk about one thing. Uh, Game of Thrones is back. Yes, it is. And we watched the first episode... Like, literally, episode two is about to come out in less than 24 hours. Mm-hmm. That's how long it's been since we watched the first episode, so we really left it late before we reviewed it. Um, we don't really need to go into too much detail, but season seven, episode one, pretty good. Yeah, well, I think it started off really strong. Yes. Uh, and then it kind of went downhill a bit, because I kind of, like, there was a certain point where I was kind of like, oh... Nothing's really happening. And then it just ended. Too much Samuel Tarly. Yeah. Yeah. Too much of that. Like, unless he's going to play a huge role later on, I feel like we need to start cutting down his screen time. Because all he does is, like, gilly. gilly. And, and then <laughs> just empties bedpans graphically yep. for us. Yep. Um, uh, obviously, the opening scene where... It's obviously spoiler alert. Spoilers. I, uh, like... 
lamb-based entire family. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Just that speech where she does, where she's like, yes, cheer. You know, you slaughtered a mother of six. You stabbed a pregnant woman. Oh, man, so good. She was great. Um... Daenerys didn't have much to do or say, but... She's finally off the... She's she's finally a, out of the She's at Westeros. Island. She's finally at Westeros. And I have a feeling that uh, Jon, or a representative of Jon Snow, is going to meet her very soon. Mm. Still don't trust Littlefinger. He's up to something. Obviously. Trying to plant seeds of doubt. He's been up to something for seven seasons. It's true. Trying to plant seeds of doubt into Sansa's head, but hopefully she'll prevail. Mm-hmm. Um, Ed Sheeran cameo... Not really needed, kind of distracting. I didn't think he was bad in it. I was just like, why did he... It just took you out completely. Completely broke your suspension of disbelief. Yeah. Which is what the show is all about. Everybody watches the show. Yes. Everybody who watches the show, like, gets so into it because it is so good at creating that suspension of disbelief. So when he goes, it's a new song... I was like, don't you dare fucking say those words out now or something like that because I will murder you. And yeah, thank people, God he didn't. Did you see all the online things where people were like, you can get it on iTunes yeah, and stuff that, like that. Yeah, it literally sounded like he was just about to say that. Yeah, it was weird that they were like, well, we have a, a character who's going to sing a song, so we'll get the most recognisable musician in the world right now to play him. Like, he could have been in, like, the banquet hall scene. Like, we don't... We just kind of get, like, a quick glimpse of him. Because I've had other famous people. Like, the whole band, Mastodon, they were an episode. They think they were in Hard Home. And they were just, like... Yeah, no one's going to pick them out, James. No, the main public won't. But, like, fans will. And they will still take you out of it, like, if you knew who it was. And there have been others as well. Like, there was the George Bush head thing as well. Like, they have done things in the past. I just think, um, if they'd done a, a, like, if he wasn't singing. If he was just there in the little thing. Yeah, he should have had no dialogue. Dialogue's fine. I reckon no singing. Mm. Um, I reckon they wouldn't have gotten as bad as backlash. It's just it's just a little bit tough. But I didn't think he was bad in it. I was just like, he didn't even have, like, he was the most well groomed person in all of Westeros. <laughs> yeah. Like, he didn't have any facial hair. His hair was cut very neatly. No facial hair. Ah, uh, well, it was it was neat. He didn't have any mud or dirt on him. Mm. It was just a bit rough. Like, it is just. Jarring, but it's not bad. Like, I'm not, I'm not denouncing the show or anything. Like I still love it. It was still a great episode. Another big one. Mm. What do you think about the Hound seeing the Lord of Light as well? Yeah, I think that maybe. Does that mean that the Lord of Light exists? Well, I think the Lord of Light does exist in some way because we've seen too many things mm. in the show. Like Smoke Baby. Smoke Baby. John coming back to life. Yeah. Uh, Thoris of Mir coming back to life. I think mm. it's Thoris um, who gets resurrected. Like we've seen too many things for it not to be, yeah, that's at true. least a part of their world. Like maybe not like the one true god, but definitely at the very least magic. Yeah. Um, I think the Hound is going to get a whole lot more lucky now. I feel like the Lord of Light or whatever's this entity is going to be on his side, and I think it's going to help him defeat his brother. Mm. Um, because his brother is Bane, yeah, as basically. we've seen. Yeah. He had pipes in him, there was weird venom mm-hmm. going into him, now yeah. he's even stronger. Undead sort of thing. Yeah, he and, wears a um, mask. also, now that Bran has finally reached the wall, mm. news will finally reach 
John and yeah. Sansa, that Bran is alive. And Arya's almost home. Like, she was at the twins yeah. recently, so she's not far from home. Oh, I just want them all to get together. Mm. Um, it's also going to be interesting to see what happens with Cersei um, and her crusade. Like, yeah. She's screwed. Well, she might marry this Bail- uh, Greyjoy guy. Mm. Balon Gre- Is it Balon or Euron? I think it's Euron. Um, Euron Greyjoy. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. But um, strong start. Very happy with the first episode, even with the unnecessary cameo of Ed Sheeran. And the very visual poop. Yeah. A lot of poop. Lots of poop. Um... But yeah, episode two is out tomorrow, so... Oh, one last thing to mention also was there's a theory that Aya has like a um, dragon glass dagger or she'll acquire a dragon glass dagger. Oh, one I One that Sam was, as he was looking through one of the books... Oh, that's why you... There's a diagram of mm. it. And then like people have put the pieces together because for like promotional shots when Aya's like wearing her clothes... There's a very similar looking dagger that she is mm. also wearing. Tomorrow's episode is called Stormborn. And it has a 9.4 star rating already. That's crazy. Um. <sighs> Ooh, and it's it should dr- be 10. Uh, someone gave it a... St- don't, don't reveal. No, no, I'm just going to read this because it's very funny. Someone only gave it a one star review and it says... I taught last week's premiere was the worst, but this one is even more worse. By far the worst episode of any television show ever made. And he said taught, not thought, yeah. and taught as in to teach. <laughs> so, uh, it's directed by Mark, Mark Mylod as well. He's directed a lot of Game of Thrones. He, um, well, I say a lot. He's directed six. But he directed uh, some really cool ones, so that's fine. Nice. Um, that's going to do it, I think, before we go. Uh, as always, on all social media, I'm James Chalmers 7. And I am Tina's Hair and Beauty. Very nice. Uh, don't forget to switch your stream. We're still on the podcast guide. one for a little bit longer, but that won't last much longer. I'm going to pull that down very soon. So make sure, if you're listening to us on iTunes, on the old stream, you search for Pass the Remote. Look for our fancy new logo, designed by Josh Sacco, our guest last week. Make sure you also jump on podcasts.com and search for Pass the Remote there, because uh, that is our new home. And that's it. I feel like I've given you plenty of warning about this, guys. You're really <laughs> letting me down. Um, actually, no, we've had some, a lot of traffic on iTunes through the new feed, so that's very good. Everyone's been listening and supportive, so thank you very much. That's going to do it for this week, guys. Next week, we'll probably be a little bit more prompt with our release. Uh, we might go and see a movie next week, hopefully, so we can talk about a movie. Yeah. Um, there's two out in it right now Baby Driver and Dunkirk which we want to get sink our teeth into so hopefully next week movie to review Game of Thrones to talk about maybe some trailers who knows a few farts out our bums that not on this show <laughs> uh, Tina say goodbye to the kids see you later guys I'm James Chalmers see you next week